and welcome to Crying on My Yoga Mat. My name is JD, and this podcast is all about building a community where, alongside amazing guests, we have real conversations about the low lows, celebrate the highs, and everything in between. I know what it's like to go through life feeling stuck and powerless to do anything about it. Here, you'll meet yourself where you are and learn tangible tools to help you become who you want to be while honoring the journey. You've gotten this far, so let's keep going together. Take a deep breath and let's go. Hello, and welcome back to Crying on My Yoga Mat. This episode, we are going to talk about being okay with changing paths and or directions. How do you feel about change? For myself, it is one of the things that I am the most resistant to for a very, very, very long time. Change is something that has been very scary to me. Some of the biggest fears that I had growing up actually had a root in a fear of change. You may be one of those people that absolutely thrives off of change, that a curveball comes your way and you're like, oh, yes, passed it, moved through it, did it, dealt with it, done. Or you may be like someone similar to me who change can leave me stuck. Like I'm saying literally stuck. I'm sure, of course, you've heard of the concepts of fight or flight. There is also the addition of freeze or fawn. And hello, I freeze during some times of change. To give you some backstory on probably the biggest season of change in my life, we are going to go back to spring of 2018. So at this point, I was finishing up my counseling diploma. So I have a Diploma of Professional Counseling from Vancouver College of Counselor Training. I was just finishing up that. I was in a marriage and just about to go off to Beijing, China for three weeks with a classmate. Now, if you don't already, I do suggest that you give the podcast a follow on Instagram. I upload the episode art from every single episode onto Instagram as well as Podbean. But if you are listening on something like Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, you may not see the individual episode art. And I love to allude to that cover art during the episodes as it gives you a little bit of a deeper dive into what I'm referencing and talking about. In this photo that you'll see, I am 26 going on 27 And I've just got the whole entire world ahead of me. I had these plans to take my counseling, schooling, and practices further. I had the thought of starting some sort of private practice, maybe a group therapy that involved art with uh, that same classmate that I was going to be traveling to China with. I was (laughs) in a multi-level marketing thing. for a time. (laughs) Let's not go into that. (laughs) Sometimes you want community and that's a place to find it. If you find support and success in an MLM, good for you. You did something that I was not able to do. So you see all these big, exciting things for my future. I had ideas and was really dreaming for the first time, probably in my adult life. Let's fast forward to getting back from my three weeks in Beijing. 
It was literally a life-changing trip. That spring in general just absolutely blew the doors of my life wide open, and I'm so intensely grateful for it. But the thing is, it came with a lot of change. Got home from China, back being with my husband at the time, and I learned so much about myself while I was away. Both my partner and I had really, for the first time in our relationship, learned how to be independent from one another. And we really thrived when we were able to take care of ourselves individually. When I got back from my trip, we fell into our old patterns, which were not beneficial for either of us. And we both inwardly quite missed what we'd had while I was away. So we went to counseling very briefly, some marriage counseling. This is not our first round of marriage counseling, please note. And I made the decision to end our multi-year marriage. At the same time, I was realizing that I didn't really want to do further schooling for counseling. It wasn't quite where my energy was. I knew it would take a lot more money before I was going to be able to ethically receive money from it. While I was away, I didn't feel the support of that MLM community, so I also left that behind. I had to start working again, so I had to find a job. I found a job before I ended my marriage. I needed to make sure that I was supported in some way. And it was a job that mid-20s, getting up there, J.D., wasn't stoked on. It was a job hosting trivia and karaoke in pubs. And oh my gosh, that job was so incredible for me. Something that Paulina had said in our last episode, episode number seven, was that even when she was doing these jobs that really sucked, she was making sure to look at the aspects of it that would be useful for later in her life. And that was essentially what I was able to do with trivia and karaoke. The owner of the company is one of my nearest and dearest friends, and I made enough money to be able to sustain myself. I learned so much. My customer service skills were really put to the test. My microphone skills were honed and worked on. I gained more and more confidence in who I was with my voice and that other people really liked hearing me. I got compliments on my enunciation, how I interacted with people, the fact that I give a crap about the people that would come to my gigs. And I didn't expect all of that from that job. I was just looking for something to keep me going. Within a month of my husband and I separating, he had moved out of our home and I was living alone for the first time in a lot of years. And as I said earlier, change really gets me stuck sometimes. So I went from being fully taken care of, my home being fully taken care of, to largely fending for myself. Now, please note, I still had the immense privilege of being taken care of partially financially by my ex-partner because it was an agreement that we made. I understand not everybody has that, and I want to make sure that I say that, yeah, I had some help, and I'm super grateful for it because it helped me get through. I said earlier this episode about how a lot of my fears growing up had a root in change, and one of those fears was my parents divorcing. 
which, spoiler alert, did end up happening when I was in my teens. I'm sure you can understand from that background that I would have never, ever expected myself to get a divorce. Never in my whole entire existence did I expect that that would be something that would happen to me, that I would be mid to late 20s without a husband, without any children, with only just beginning to really bring my savings back up and very little schooling to keep me afloat. I realized that sometimes you have to let go of the things that are good to make room for things that are better and things that are more meant for you. Looking at this photo of that sweet little 26-year-old JD who was so proud of herself for accomplishing the biggest thing that I had ever accomplished on my own, which was finishing schooling for counseling. And her face is just so eager for what's to come. There are so few things that are in place now that are the same that that version of myself knew. Of course, I ended up moving out of the home that I was living at that time. I had completed my schooling. Everything was just up in the air. My dreams changed within a month. I had no clue what I was going to do. Y'all, I cried so much. I mean, I cry pretty much every day regardless. But I cried so much. I was so scared. I was terrified that I made the wrong decisions. That I wasn't going to be able to fully take care of myself. That I wasn't going to have a rich future in which I was able to help others in a real way. So with all of that said, JD, how, how did you get through the change? How did you get here? Let me tell you. It was freaking hard. It sucked so bad so much of the time. But the biggest thing that got me through was learning that I am capable. It was in learning that I was worthy. That was the thing that I learned about myself while I was in China. I learned that I could actually be self-sufficient. I want to quickly interject on my own thought process here and say that self-sufficient doesn't mean to be without community. Because while I was in China and learning about my self-sufficiency, I was still extremely supported by my classmate and friend. My boss at my new company knew my situation and worked with me to make sure that I had the hours that I needed to keep afloat. It was listening to the people around me and the fact that they've been telling me that I'm capable all along and believing it. Go back and listen to episode number four, where we talk about borrowing the belief of others in us until we start believing it ourselves. And essentially, that's what I did was at first I 
I really internalized the wonderful things that people were saying about me that felt true. And one of the things that I heard a lot while I was in counseling school was that I was strong. And at first, it confused me so much because I am someone with depression. At that point, I had some serious gut issues. My anxiety was out of the park. So when people would tell me, oh, you're so strong, I'm like, wait, what? Me? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it does kind of take some strength to make it to school when you want to die. To hand in all your assignments when you don't think you have anything worth saying. And in moving forward, I started keeping my word to myself. And that was how I saw that I was capable because when I saw more and more that I could do the things that I promised myself that I would do, I was like, oh, oh, I can do this. In early quarantine, I put a list on a whiteboard in the main space of my home and wrote down several things that if I did each of those things, it was a really positive growth day for me. And one of those things, the thing that I accomplished pretty much the most was flossing. I floss every single day. It's very rare for me to miss a day of flossing, but it was something that was of value to me and it was a small promise that I could keep to myself every day. Even if all of the things weren't checked off on that list, if at least there was still one, then I was able to look at myself and go, JD, you are doing the work. You're doing things and I trust you a little bit more today because I know that you are going to do what you say you're going to do. How amazing is it to build trust in ourselves? Trust seems like such an external concept where, yes, I'll trust the universe. I'll trust others. But we don't always focus on that trust in ourselves. So my encouragement to you now, right here, is to, if you haven't already, begin to believe in yourself. Believe that you are capable of making it through any single situation that comes towards you. You are capable and you are flexible. You are wise enough and you love yourself enough to make sure that you are taken care of. Tomorrow is another day. It's another opportunity for maybe some more of the same or maybe some change. We often hear the concept of embracing change. I'm going to invite you to embrace yourself through changes. You are the one constant in your life. You've got you forever. And I know sometimes that seems daunting. Sometimes when I'm sitting here like, oh, I have to spend my whole life in this body as me. Whoo. Whoo. Okay. And other days I'm like, I get to spend all day, every day in this body. And brain. Each moment brings new opportunity. 
If you need outside support, loop people in on what you're going through. If you need a vent session, say to your friend or family member or partner, hey, I am really scared right now. I am seeing these big changes and I'm nervous about it. And I just kind of want to be in this space with you where I can say, hey, I'm scared. And you don't say, oh, don't be scared. You say, hmm, I hear your fear. Your fear is valid. What's another time that you felt fear of change? What got you through that time? Can you bring any of that into this right here? Is there any area in which you are holding on to good where you could have better? Is there an area where you are putting a label on saying that it is lesser than you want it to be? How can you greet that part of yourself or part of your life with some grace? How do you meet your scared self with love? Are you making sure to use a tone of voice that feels soothing and good to you? Or are you calling yourself stupid or silly for being scared of change? Maybe it's not even fear that you feel when it comes to change. Maybe it is genuinely trauma response. Maybe you aren't too bothered by change, but you have a partner that is. I'd love to hear from you. What are some ways in which you become more comfortable with changing the path and direction that your life is on? Did you have a dream house and have to move out of it? Did you suffer a loss that you never thought that you would get through your life without, but here you are? Message me about it at crying on my yoga mat on Instagram or send me an email at jd at jdlin.ca. Reading the words of my 2018 self, she said, I've lived a truly blessed life, but lasting happiness has eluded me. I felt so selfish for not being satisfied with how good things have been and my many blessings. But now I've come to a place where I embrace this concept and I'm starting to live it. It's beautiful the things that are coming my way, showing me I can survive and thrive. We don't have to stay in contentedness because it's good enough. We are capable of and deserve more. Letting the good go so we can get to better is scary, but so worth it. At the point of writing that, I had no idea just how worth it it would actually be. I had no concept of the fact that I would be sitting here in my closet talking to you. I thought I would be counseling people on an individual or group basis. And now here I am speaking to you wherever you are in the world. There is nothing wrong with you. If you aren't jumping for joy at the thought of change. There's nothing wrong with you if you are jumping for joy at the thought of change. Who you are is so, so wonderful. 
And what it's going to take is you learning that. And I believe in time you will, if you haven't started already. And don't you worry. Some things stay the same. I am here for you every Wednesday. And I know you're here for me too. Remember, embrace yourself through change. If change is no big deal for you, then embrace the person in your life that is having a more difficult time with it. And thank you for being there for yourself and for others. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media. You can tag me on Instagram at crying on my yoga mat so I can see what you're learning and loving about the show. Until next time.